Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were close, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for being there. Taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. We are live on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Remember, you can take the show with you anywhere on the iHeartRadio app or the TuneIn Radio app. That's mobile for you. Also, don't forget about the um, uh, podcast, which is available on the Anchor Podcasting app. But we're on all the major podcasting platforms for you. Uh, And, of course, you can listen on the World Wide Web at NashFM 106.1 and also ericasher.com. Don't forget uh, about the award-winning Inside the Wall in Sports this week. We got a little sports royalty coming on board with us this week. Ro Brown, uh, again, a longtime sportscaster, radio, TV, uh, part of CrestedySports.com, and, of course, an inductee to the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame will be my guest on Thursday with our live broadcast at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. We're also live streaming that on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV is the first rebroadcast on Thursday. Also 10 p.m. on WLAE-TV, too. Friday night, 9 o'clock in Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock WLAE. Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. And then 5 p.m. on, Spe- on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, always on ericasher.com. Always on our social media platforms. At Eric underscore Asher. Eric Asher on, uh, that's on Twitter. Eric Asher on Facebook. And, of course, always on the WLATV YouTube page. For this program today, uh, we'll be pretty wide open the first uh, hour and a half of the program. So if you want to join us, 504-260-1061 is the phone number. Larry Holder of The Athletic will join us at 5.30 uh, this afternoon. We'll get his take on the Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pels. We're going to concentrate on the Saints with Larry today. But hopefully we have some um, an opportunity to uh, get some of these other uh, teams at least uh, part of the conversation. I uh, hope you had a fantastic weekend. Another great weekend here in New Orleans as we inch even closer to the beginning of football season. Uh, of course, today is the first day in which if you're in Arlene's Parish, you have to be able to show uh, proof of vaccination uh, or, again, a proof of a negative test within 72 hours uh, to be able to get into a bar, restaurant, to be able to go to the gym. Also, uh, any concerts. And, of course, on, uh, for the Saints uh, when they open up their preseason. Uh, and uh, so we'll talk about that as we go forward over the week. But, again, be interesting to see, again, how the uh, businesses are adjusting to this. You know, it's just one more, you know, set of rules they have to deal with. But we had a long conversation about it last week, nevertheless. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll get through this last, uh, the, this this most recent uh, Delta variant and uh, get back to a sense of normalcy. Hopefully that's going to happen. Uh, the polls are out, once again, uh, for uh, for college football. We had the coaches poll last week. This week it's the AP poll. Now, look, I've said this before. I don't put a lot of faith in preseason polls. I mean, again, a lot of it's just a beauty contest. You know, if you've got a program that's been pretty good, uh, if you've had a, a program that has been a, uh, maybe a, a program that looked pretty decent last year and maybe has some returning starters, you know, you're going to get some votes, right? Um, LSU's ranked 16th in the AP poll this, uh, the, this week. Uh, that's the preseason poll. ULL is now 20 as 23rd. They were also ranked in the coaches poll as well. I mean, good news for both of those Louisiana schools, but we'll see how it plays out. Uh, LSU had their first scrimmage over the weekend. Uh, again, the problem is that a lot of media members don't have an opportunity to be at the scrimmage to see what's going on, unlike Tulane, uh, where, again, the media was invited to be able to see the scrimmage. So, again, we'll go through at least uh, tidbits of what uh, the information has been put out 
over the weekend about that scrimmage as we go forward on today's program. And, of course, we'll do the same with Tulane. Now, again, uh, we have Mike Scarborough and, and, and some of our LSU correspondents on the program this week as we go forward. And uh, Gary Smith will join us as well, give us an update on the Green Wave. Uh, as, again, he's at every single practice. And remember, you can catch him on the Wave Report, also on, on the Advocate, uh, Times Picayune, and NOLA.com. Uh, Saints lost to the Ravens in their first preseason game over the weekend, 17-14. to First of all, I mean, look, and I don't put much stock in, in scores in, in preseason games. I mean, you're, sometimes you rarely even hear me talk about the score. It doesn't matter. At this point, you want to be able to see what you have. This is a different year than what we've seen in the past with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, we've been used to a, a team that is pretty much set, maybe two, three, four, five spots that might be open. Um, with maybe a small uh, draft class that's coming in, uh, some undrafted free agents that may be able to get some backup roles. Uh, this is a little bit different this year, especially with the gutting of the, uh, of the quality depth on this team because of COVID-19 revenue losses in the NFL. And, of course, the Saints uh, at the same time having all this dead money come due from trying to be able to win a championship in the last few years of Drew Brees. So, again, we've had quite a changeover in terms of the roster, not just in terms of the uh, backups, but also in terms of, the, uh, uh, of some of the starting positions on the, pro, on the team as well. So, uh, got a really good look at, at some of the players that may be uh, having an opportunity to contribute this season uh, on, on that game on, uh, on Saturday night. And we'll jump into that uh, and, go and kind of break that down position by position as we go forward on the program. Michael Thomas was at the game on Saturday. Uh, he's said to be ahead of schedule. Can I just say this now? Blah, 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 blah. Okay? I don't want to hear it. Uh, that is, again, what they say all the time. Head of schedule. Head of schedule. We'll see. Supposedly he's rehabbing in Philadelphia. It was a quick uh, plane ride uh, to, uh, to Baltimore, obviously. Uh, and uh, it was the first time that, again, he's been on the on, with, with the team uh, since, again, the surgery. So Peyton said it wasn't a kumbaya moment. It's nothing to get excited about, even though, again, they did have a meeting and they spoke. And, look, it's, it's pretty simple. We talked about it a little bit last week. Untradeable right now. $8.9 million in dead money this year, $22.7 million in dead money next year. Okay, okay, the, the Michael Thomas has the Saints over a barrel. Uh, if Michael Thomas truly wants out, he's got to be able to prove to the rest of the NFL that he's the same player he was before the injury. He's also got to prove to the rest of the NFL that he's not a malcontent and he's not going to go to a, whatever team he ends up going to if he's ultimately traded and, and, and going to be a, a locker room cancer, okay, that he's not a diva. Now, I've said this before. If you look at the, that this situation where maybe the Saints trade him uh, maybe midseason next year, after, the, after next year, if ultimately he doesn't become a solid citizen, uh, then whoever gets him is going to get a nice contract. Saints will have to put up all that dead money, $61 million in, in guarantees. Uh, probably about 41, 41 of that was about the, was signing bonuses. So all that money is going to come due. The only thing that's going to come due to the new team would be, again, his base salary and, and, and any incentives uh, that, that or, or – uh, um, uh, are attributed to, again, him being on his new team. So those be like workout incentives, uh, incentives for, for, for again, uh, playing time, uh, you know, some of the incentives that are in the, in the contract that are, in some cases, very uh, attainable incentives. But those incentives would, would, would switch over to the new team if ultimately he is traded. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, the, the good thing is we got a chance to be able to see the, the, the young receiving core this weekend. 
and I was impressed by quite a few of them. We'll talk about that as we go forward. I'm not counting on Michael Thomas until the middle of the season. Hopefully Michael Thomas in the middle of the season will come back. Uh, he'll be ready to play, and um, he'll come back with his head on straight and, and realize that, uh, you know, he may have the Saints over a bow in some cases, but, again, the future of his, of his NFL career hangs in the balance because the Saints hold his rights. And, uh, look, the money's already spent at this point. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. But I'm not buying into Michael Thomas ahead of schedule. And before you know it, he's going to be on the field. He's going to be running routes. Believe it when I see it. Pelicans have signed Herb Jones, their second-round their second uh, round draft pick, to a th- three-year contract. Now, the final year of that contract is a team option, which is pretty pretty uh, standard uh, for a rookie, who played fairly well in the Summer League. And I'll get into that as well today. You know, We're talking a little bit about the Summer League. Uh, Pelicans go undefeated in the Summer League, but don't make the championship game uh, because last night in Vegas, uh, they didn't beat the Golden State Warriors by 11 points. <laughs> Look, I'm not sure how it plays out in the math of all that, but the Pelicans look like one of the best teams in, in, in Summer League this past, uh, this past uh, summer. Uh, it's a shame that they don't get a chance to, be able to go to a championship game. Uh, but, um, I mean, Golden State, they even talked about it last night, uh, that uh, you know they were aware of the 11 points. Uh, they were aware that the Pelicans needed that in the championship game, and, and Golden State played a pretty good game last night. Uh, as well. So the Pelicans now will finish up tomorrow night against Minnesota. Hopefully they win that game and then they go undefeated throughout the uh, the summer league. It's just a shame. Again, they don't have an opportunity to be in the uh, championship game. Boston and Sacramento uh, will, will be in the championship game for the, uh, for, for the summer league. Also, something happened over, over the weekend, which was interesting. Uh, the Big Ten, the ACC, and the Pac-12 are in discussions now to form a football scheduling alliance to be able to compete with the SEC and, of course, the Super Conference, especially with the addition of uh, University of Texas and, and, and Oklahoma. Um, now, I find this pretty interesting because a lot of people believe that there's going to be a seismic shift within, within college football where that it's an arms race now, and you're going to have to be able to um, – be able to take on as many big-time programs in your conference to be able to survive. This is a different take on it. Uh, thought uh, Again, we don't have any word on, on the Big 12 and the, uh, what's going to happen there. Uh, there's no word on the possible poaching of, of Clemson and Florida State to the SEC, which would make them even a bigger power. But the ACC, the, the Pac-12, and, and the Big 10 now are in com- uh, at least in conversations about forming this alliance so that on Saturdays you're not just watching SEC football around the nation because of the matchups that you'll see week in, week out uh, with the super conferences being developed for the, for the Southeastern Conference. Now, whether that works or not, who knows? Uh, but, I mean, again, look, there's some big-time programs out there in, in all three of those conferences, uh, unless, of course, Clemson and F- FSU will end up, end up moving on uh, to a super conference and the ACC's kind of in the same position that the uh, – Big, the Big 12 is in at that point. Uh, but, again, nevertheless, we'll see how it plays out. Now, this is football only. That's the other part of it. Uh, it's not basketball. It's football only in which these discussions are going on. We'll see how it plays out. Also, no, no word on, on the Big 12. Uh, look, this is an opportunity. We've talked about a lot of this program over the last few weeks since uh, it's come to fruition that uh, Texas and Oklahoma will be part of the SEC sometime between next season and 2025 depending on if they want to buy their contract out with the uh, uh, with, with their with their uh, with the, with the big 12 but there's 
No word on, on again, the American Athletic Conference and the Big 12 having some type of merger, or again, the, the, the poaching of the major teams that are left within the Big 12 that, that kind of work from a regional standpoint, and also, again, uh, the TV market. Uh, this is a chance for the American Athletic Conference to be able to raise their standing within, within college football. And, uh, again, I'm not sure of the hesitation. And, again, I did read an article the other day about Troy Dannon, how he's on this committee with the NCAA to try to, again, reform this NCAA. NCAA is drowning right now. I mean, you remember the cartoons when we were coming up where, again, the, the, the guy would put his hand out the, uh, uh, the water and he'd go five, four, three, two, one before he'd go, he would sink and drown? That's the NCAA right now. Uh, again, from what's happening right now in football, uh, with, again, the, the SEC Super Conference, their inability to be able to, again, stop or to be able to deal with any of that, the realignment of the conferences as well, which, again, could push, again, the opportunity for the NCAA as a governing body uh, right out the window. And then, of course, the ongoing investigations that have been going on, that a lot of them, again, are years and years in, in the making, and then nothing that happens. A case in point, what happened with the sexual assault situation with Baylor University, where, again, that was, you know, again, years of investigations, and nothing really comes, comes of it. Uh, by the way, uh, LSU is still being investigated by the NCAA. Uh, they were supposed to complete their investigation on, for the football and basketball programs by July the 3rd. Uh, the deadline was then extended to July the 31st. Uh, the independent accountability review process has taken over, as we know. Uh, LSU tried to separate football and basketball investigations, but was denied by the NCAA. And now the completion date is, is, is still in limbo. Uh, it's been extended past July 31st. Uh, LSU, when, when that uh, case is completed, we have 60 days to issue. Uh, uh, we have 60 days to issue a notice of allegations. After that, the case is going to be heard by a review panel, and then the panel's decision and penalties are going to be levied uh, are final and cannot be appealed by the Tigers. It's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Again, uh, remember, uh, and it was written by w- Wilson Alexander over the weekend uh, in the, uh, I believe it was the Times Picayune, uh, that uh, Will Wade is kind of on thin ice here because um, if the LSU basketball program has a level one or level two violation, he could be fired for cause. Now, I'm not sure if that's going to happen at this point unless, again, they, uh, we see a uh, situation where, again, the, these violations are, are that, that, are, have been, that LSU has been accused of on both the football and the basketball side, but the basketball side come to fruition. There, there's, there's proof, et cetera. And uh, then, then again, the, the, the uh, athletic director uh, may want to go in a different direction. Uh, but look at Will Wade, man. I mean, Will Wade through all of this. I mean, the most turbulent of times that would normally just kill a program, consistently getting a top 10 recruiting class, consistently getting guys that want to transfer out of their programs with, again, the COVID-19 transfer rules in place, and now, of course, the ability to be able to transfer without any penalty, and coming to LSU. Even with the players that they lost to the pros or get guys that, that at least put themselves, their names in the draft, that will probably end up playing either on two-way deals or overseas before it's all said and done, uh, uh, he still has an opportunity to be able to uh, recruit and be one of the best recruiters in the nation. Some can again snicker about that and say, again, he's paying the best players in the nation to come to LSU. I'll just say uh, every single program in the NCAA in some uh, capacity uh, is dirty, okay? Uh, now, maybe you get to some of the smaller programs where they don't have a lot of money. Uh, it's going to be, in, again, that, that maybe you won't see it. But, look, this has been going on for a long time, and it also touches the blue bloods within, within the NCAA when it comes to college basketball. 
Duke, Kansas, you name it, they're all involved in it. Again, the difference is LSU is not considered a blue blood, so they're an easy target. Whether it happened, it didn't happen, we're going to find out ultimately when this comes out in the wash, or we won't. But then, of course, things kind of change on a dime here, don't they? Especially with name, image, image, and likeness. It'll be interesting to see, again, how this plays out because, you know, now you're not in a situation where you got to get the $100 handshake from, from, the, from the booster, you know? Or, again, uh, the setup for, uh, for anybody to get paid or the job for the parents and, and, and the apartment or, or, again, the house because of, of name, image, image, and likeness. If you are a top player, you're going to be making money from name, image, image and likeness. And a lot of cases, how does that push back, again, the illegal recruiting of, again, paying players under the table? We'll see how it plays out, ultimately. Also, we'll see how this thing plays out with, uh, again, the Our Lady of the Lake allegations toward the LSU football team. Uh, we know, again, there's a separate investigation into the sexual assault situation at LSU, on, on, not just with the university, within the athletic programs. But again, uh, the NCAA uh, was supposed to have these investigations, at least the ones into the football and basketball program, uh, completed by July the 3rd. They extended July the 31st. Now it's been extended even further. At some point, you've got to say, okay, if you haven't found anything in a couple years and you keep extending this, uh, at some point there's got to be a deadline. We'll see how it plays out. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Ash. When we come back, we're going to break down what happened with the Saints and the Ravens. Don't forget about my friends with Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Boy, I tell you what, it is some hot. I'm out there today, and I'm telling you right now, it is some hot in old New Orleans. Uh, the last thing you need is your air conditioning system breaking down. If it does, look, I don't want you to sweat it. I don't want you to get upset because you got a go-to company. It's my go-to company. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. 15 trucks in the field, a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Nate certified technicians only doing the work that's necessary. They'll never gouge them. They'll never cheat you. They'll never come up with, again, oh, this part is bad. That part is bad. Or, again, the worst thing is not doing the job right the first time. You know, nothing more frustrating than you're having a, you call out a technician. Uh, you know something's not working. The tech comes out. They start to work on the system. They say it's been completed. They leave. Next thing you know, you got to make the phone call back to get them to come back to be able to again fix it again because either they didn't fix what was, right, what was wrong properly the first time or, again, they never even figured out what was wrong. Okay? We see it all the time in, in, in really all type of uh, situations, right? It's a waste of your time, and, again, it's a frustrating situation. You won't get that with Burkhart. Again, they're going to walk away making sure you're up and running and cool, and you're not going to be getting these callbacks uh, for Burkhart. For a company you can trust with your air conditioning heating system, it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, especially during the dog days of summer. ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by New Zequil Pure Z's Restorative Herbal Sleep. Tired of being tired. New Zequil Pure Z's Restorative Herbal Sleep is a melatonin-free sleep aid made with clinically studied plant-based ingredients to help promote better restorative sleep. Sleep this good, feel this good. Be mindful of delays that are heavy on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal. Also, delays are heavy on the 610 on the westbound side from Broad to the 10610 merge. Also, be mindful of the off-ramp remains blocked on the 610 on the westbound side due to a stalled vehicle. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are heavy. 
from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. 10 eastbound, your delays are steady from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. And also be mindful of delays if you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from before Chapatulas to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhardt will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhardt about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Hey, don't forget this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, uh, a, a New Orleans legend in broadcasting joins me on the program. Uh, a guy that helped me along the way when I first started out and a guy that's helped so many. And a guy familiar vo a familiar voice, a familiar face, Ro Brown. Uh, CrescentCitySports.com, for, formerly of WBOK Radio, still doing some stuff over there as well about once a week. Channel 6, uh, Sports. Uh, just uh, UNO, he was uh, part of UNO as well. Uh, he's going to be on the program with us. We're going to talk a little about Rose, uh, uh, his uh, career. Uh, we'll get his take on the Saints, and of course, he's got um, he's got history behind himself uh, in, in terms of again uh, being around since the first kick. 
uh, with, uh, uh, with the New Orleans Saints uh, back when John Gilliam returned that uh, opening kickoff against Sanders Rams for a touchdown, and we all thought we were going to the Super Bowl. Uh, of course, he's seen every basketball team in, 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 in the history of, of professional sports uh, here in New Orleans, from the Buccaneers to the Jazz uh, to the Hornets to the Pelicans. Um, of course, we'll talk some swack with him as well, the history of, of again, the Southwest uh, Athletic Conference um, 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 uh, when you start talking about the, the, the swack, And then also, again, uh, uh, we'll talk about uh, what's happening with the Saints, Pelicans, uh, Tulane, and Elster. So we'll get into all of that uh, on the program on Thursday. I did want to mention something because I, I tell you guys every week about uh, this great uh, celebration that's going on with Villiers Flores. They're celebrating 52 years in business. And to celebrate the occasion in the month of August, Villiers is offering a cash and carry rose special that I'm, I'm telling you right now, guys, you got to take advantage of it. I mean, I, look, whether you're in the doghouse or not, okay, uh, I mean, nothing will put a smile on your lady's face like bringing her a dozen roses. You're going to get a dozen high-quality roses from uh, Villiers for $9.99. That's $9.99 a dozen. You can also get giant Louisiana sunflowers that are three for five dollars and twenty cents. But I want to talk about the roses for a minute. You know, unfortunately, we had to, my, my mother-in-law passed during COVID. We had to, to do a memorial service for her. It was last week, so it was last Sunday. Uh, and so we're, uh, my, my wife brought back some roses from from the uh, from the ceremony, and wanted to hold on to them as a keepsake. Put them in water. We're sitting here now over uh, well over again a week maybe almost 10 days since we've got the, the roses, and they look like they've they just been brought home from the store. I mean, this is the quality of roses that you get at, at Villaries. It's amazing, and I say it all the time. You go to the store, Winn-Dixie, one of your favorite supermarkets, and pick up a dozen roses for about 10 bucks, right? For $9.99, you're going to get uh, roses that are going to last maybe a couple weeks for you and, and of course, uh, your significant other to enjoy. Take advantage of this special right now. $9.99 for a dozen roses from Villaries. Also, three giant Louisiana sunflowers for $3, three for $5.20. And you can do that on either the North Shore and the South Shore. Okay? Uh, both of their locations on the North Shore and South Shore are, are involved in this. And to find out more about Villaries and everything they can do for you, make them your florist, VillariesFlorist.com. Villaries is a proud sponsor of our TV show and also, again, a regular sponsor of our radio program. And Roger and the gang do a great job over at Villaries. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding you. I'm looking. You know, I do this for the kitchen table now, right, uh, this show, uh, you know, during since COVID. And, and, I, and I'm looking at these roses, and I cannot believe, again, how fresh they look and how long they've been sitting in our home. Saints took on the Ravens they, they, on, on, on Saturday night. Look, I, I didn't know what to expect, to be honest with you. Uh, of course, you know, they, they, they sat down some of their um, – some of their starters, guys that didn't need to play, and rightly so. You don't want to you're going to expose them to a preseason game. They lose 17-14. to 14. I've said this before. I, I really could care less about the score. Okay, No, you don't want to get blown out. You want to be in the game. But, I, again, I'm watching to see. This is my first opportunity to see the team. Not, don't have a chance to go to practice. So this is my first opportunity to really put eyeballs on them. And I watched the game twice over the weekend just to kind of make sure I had a feel for what, for what I was looking at. Look, the first thing is, and Peyton said it as soon as the, the game was over, and we knew this, you cannot turn the ball over six times uh, and expect to win, even if, again, you are able to turn the, the opposing team over twice, still minus four. There's no way you win most NFL games if you have ten penalties. I mean, this isn't. And, but, again, it's a preseason game, 
So you thought it might be a little sloppy. And look, there are things that can clean up. Uh, the hard count is one. Let me tell you right now, Aaron Rodgers has got one of the best hard counts in all the NFL. If they don't get the hard count situation taken, taken care of on the defensive side of the football, uh, then they're going to have some real problems uh, this season. I think they'll get it cleaned up. Just, again, you're apprehensive. It's your first game, et cetera. But, again, that's some of the stuff they can clean up. The penalties that they had are things you can clean up. You know, the taunting, okay, that, again, the new rule out there, which is kind of ridiculous. i got to be honest with you. It's a, it is a contact sport. Guys are going to get in each other's faces. Uh, this is ridiculous, okay? And maybe it's a situation when they're putting an emphasis on it in the preseason to kind of curtail it. But you got to let the guys play. You know, it, it, as it is, the NFL's got so many rules that they curtail emotion within a game. And it's just not, again, it's not football. Let's have some emotion out there, okay? I want to see my guy knocking the snot out the opponent. And, again, maybe, again, uh, giving him a little earful as they go forward. I love Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, his ability to get in the head of, of the opposing, game, opposing team's receiver. You know, that, that's as big as a chess match as it is, again, you know, trying to bait a quarterback into throwing the football. You know, if you're getting in the guy's head from day one, when he walks on the field, from, from, from the minute he walks on the field, he's not going to be concentrating on the game. He's going to be concentrating on you. Again, it's all part of, again, the, you know, again, what in sports. I don't care what sports you're in. So the turnovers and the penalties were an issue. They got to clean it up. I'm sure, again, between the fumbles and, of course, the interceptions that we saw, uh, that uh, Peyton's going to have a lot of guys carrying footballs around this week. First of all, let me say this. Um, the quarterback position, nobody really stuck out, okay? They did, they did something a little different than what they've done in the past. They went with three phases, not quarters or halves. So the, all the, the quarterbacks got about the same amount of, of, of opportunity to be able to throw the football. Um, I thought Hill was pretty accurate early. Uh, but the one thing that I, I didn't get, and look, I understand why, but if he's going to be an effective quarterback, he's got to use his athleticism. He stayed in the pocket. I like, again, again, that's been one of, the, one of the knocks against him. He's not a pocket passer. He stayed in the pocket. But for him to be the effective quarterback where, again, maybe he's a, 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 a better than a, than a Jameis Winston with the experience that he has in the NFL, he's got to be able to go in and use his athleticism. He didn't do that. He's more of a threat when he gets on the edge. Now, we'll say this. He had pretty good pocket presence. Now, he was late on a few reads and, and at times, again, late on some throws. But overall, again, uh, you know, it wasn't a bad outing uh, for, for the most part uh, when, when, you, when you talk about Taysom Hill. Um, he was uh, 8 for 12, 81 yards, 6.8 average. They didn't, he didn't throw a touchdown. He had one interception. He was sacked one time uh, for 12 yards. Not bad. Jameis Winston comes in. He's 7 for 12, 96 yards, eight, eight, uh, an 8-yard eight average, one touchdown, one interception. Ian Book uh, really played most of the second half. 9 for 16, 126 yards, 7.9 yards uh, per throw, one interception, sacked one time for 11 yards. So all guys about even, right? Uh, both uh, Hill and Winston throwing the ball 12 times, uh, Ian Book getting a chance to be able to throw the ball, uh, uh, what is it, 16 times. Uh, Winston, I thought he started off, start off a little bit shaky. I mean, this is the guy that hasn't played in a year now, right? And he's got a lot of pressure on it. Uh, but I thought he rebounded with some really nice throws downfield, especially, again, a- after he got over the original hesitation. I thought he really looked fine. Um, when you look at Ian Book, look, I think he's got potential, man. Uh, I don't think he was flushed at all. Uh, I thought that, again, he had 
Uh, when you look at the, maybe the one part of his game that you hope he can improve, and I don't know. Look, you can improve arm strength to some some extent, but but not a lot. Okay, God gives you an ability, you have it or you don't. But the outside deep, the outside deep out the deep outside throws, I, I thought he had some had some problems with. And that was kind of the knock on him at Notre Dame, right? Again, maybe not the greatest arm strength. Accuracy, heady. Um, I thought he had great pocket presence. Uh, one of the things I liked about him was, again, constantly looking downfield. Uh, seemed to make the right reads. So for his first game as a, uh, as a rookie in the NFL, going against a lot of guys, that let's face it, they're going to be bagging groceries at Dornax, uh, over at uh, uh, Safeway, Winn-Dixie. You name the area of the country where they are, Piggly Wiggly, okay? Save a lot. These guys will be bagging groceries more than they won't be in the NFL. So it's a little bit different. you got to really gauge the competition also against who these individuals were playing against. But I thought all three quarterbacks were about the same. The young wide receiving core really impressed me. And that was one of the things that, that again, going into this game, I really was going to concentrate on because – when you, when you talk about this team not having Michael Thomas, uh, not being able to rely on Traquan Smith, bringing Chris Hogan in from the, from the lacrosse field, I mean, look, it was a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, disconcerting for Saints fans. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but I thought, that, again, the, the, the young receiving core really impressed. Uh, now, look, little Jordan Humphrey had a couple drops, which led to two interceptions. But he also made some big catches. I thought Callaway was his advertised. We saw a little bit of this last year out of him, didn't we? But now he's got the ability to not just be a possession receiver, a la Marcus Colston, Michael Thomas, but you see he has the ability to make, be able to get downfield. And he seems to be a guy that, again, has, has the ability to separate from the defensive back. Um, so I thought, he, I thought he played well. Jawan Johnson, I think he's going to be a factor for this team uh, at the tight end position. He's big. He's fast. Uh, he, has the, he has a great catch radius. He seems to catch the football. Uh, we'll see again how he's going to be with blocking, but I can go back in my mind's eye and remember a few games last year, blocking downfield. He looked like, again, he was a pretty good blocker. We'll see what happens at the point of attack. If he's going to have to play a little bit of that tight end position along with Troutman. But, again, he, he's going to be a factor for this team. I think you see that. I think Montgomery could be a real asset here, but I look. Uh, he did cause that taste of interception because of a blown read. I mean, but that happens. It's preseason. It's going to happen. I think he's going to be part of the mix here as well, though I was looking at Sean Vazan's um, roster projections, and uh, pretty much, you know, he, he didn't have uh, Montgomery as, as, his, as receive, one of the receivers making the team. So overall, I thought the, uh, the, the wide receiver position, again, it made me feel a little bit more at ease. Okay, I think you know what you're going to have in Chris Hogan. He's going to be a possession receiver. But some of the young guys that you really felt had to step up, you know, I thought they did step up. And, uh, again, it, it, it makes you feel a little bit better going into this situation, uh, again, with, especially with no, with no Michael Thomas and the inability to be able to count on, on Traquan Smith. Um, also, when you look at, at Saturday night, uh, the running backs. Look, I love Latavius Murray. But Latavius Murray looked like he was still on vacation, okay? Uh, the, the fumble early that it could have put the Saints up early, again, look, you're a vet. You're a pro. You can't do that. Missed some blocks, okay, that, again, made the quarterbacks hurried. Uh, he did come back and made a few good plays, but come on, Latavius. Uh, I know it's game one. You probably wanted to be sitting on the sidelines like, uh, like Alvin Kamara. Uh, but, again, you've got you to you be better, okay? You've got to be better. Tony Jones Jr. out of Notre Dame was the best player on the field, I thought, on Saturday night. Uh, with the exception of the fumble, uh, again, I think everybody walks away going, wow, okay, uh, because of the type of play, of, of play we saw. Uh, 
when you look at Freeman, look, uh, again, a fumble from, from a vet. Um, I think this makes an interesting contest going forward now uh, when you talk about Devontae Freeman, the veteran, who, again, you know you can count on. He's been in a lot of big games uh, as opposed to a Tony Jones Jr., who is, again, uh, a fledgling rookie who, again, showed great poise, great speed, the ability to catch the ball at the backfield. Look, I like the fact that, again, he looked at the, at, at the read, uh, read where the defense was, and then, again, made his decision, went upfield. Uh, I think that's big for, for a running back. Uh, we'll, we'll see how this thing kind of plays out going forward. But it was a really good game for him uh, uh, coming, out, coming out the box. And, uh, you know, you got to like what you saw because, again, he has the skill set that the Saints are looking for. They need running backs that can catch the ball out the backfield, that can, that can be a presence in the passing game because of what they do with, with Alvin Kamara. Now, look, I don't want to knock Dwayne Washington because Dwayne Washington has done the same thing when he's had an opportunity to play, not just in the preseason, but also in the regular season. So, again, he'll probably get his chance more in the next preseason game. Uh, but you got to like what you saw uh, out of Tony Jones Jr. By the way, Stevie Scott III was waived. Uh, so that tells you, again, they've already, already shortened that rotation when it comes to the, um, the running backs. When we come back, I want to talk about the defense. And, I, and, again, I'll give you a little tease going out, especially the play of the linebackers. That's another one where we sat back and said, man, uh, do they need to go out and get a veteran linebacker on this team? We'll talk about that and also, again, the play of the cornerback position, which I thought was very surprising. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We talk, uh, uh, we talk defense coming up. You're listening, uh, again, to uh, uh, Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans sports this week. Uh, legendary Roe Brown is my guest. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972, Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory & Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. 
Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Nace New Orleans is throwing a party, and we want you there. Get your tickets for Welcome Back New Orleans on Wednesday, August 18th at the Fillmore. It's a 90s theme, so come dance the night away. Your all-inclusive ticket includes live music, an open bar, and amazing catering, plus silent auctions, raffles, costumes, and more. Proceeds will benefit Nace New Orleans and Hospitality Cares. Get your Welcome Back New Orleans tickets at NewOrleansNace.com. That's NewOrleansNace.com. You've heard some incredible things about Diamonds Direct on the radio, but is it all true? I think in a lot of cases we've actually exceeded people's expectations because they come in expecting the selection and the pricing and the warranties to be like a marketing story. But when we say we have more diamonds, we have better prices, we'll prove it to you. That's New Orleans seasoned jewelry professional Elaine Didier. She loves it when skeptical customers come in, only to find that Diamonds Direct does indeed offer better prices and more selection, not to mention a free warranty that covers you for life on any purchase. We have all those warranties to back it up. You need to get it resized and you break a prong. Great, you can bring it back and you don't have to worry about it because you're always going to have a selection and you know whatever choice you make will take care of it. Diamonds Direct, a welcome and refreshing concept for New Orleans. I feel like we offer a little bit of that New Orleans lanyap, a little bit of something extra that you're not going to find anywhere else. On Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Let's talk a little bit about the defense of the New Orleans Saints. I think the first thing that really, really flashed at me was the athleticism and the speed of the linebacking core. And we were worried about, again, Zach Bond, uh, Cade Nellis, uh, what is it, uh, Dow was another guy that was brought up. Um, again, Ellis, uh, of course, we, we didn't see um, uh, the second-round pick. Um, uh, he, he, did, he didn't play. Uh, because of because of an injury, uh, but uh, nevertheless, uh, you know, we, even without Pete Warner there, even without having uh, Quan Alexander on the field or Demario Davis, I, I thought the linebackers were impressive. Uh, the speed, diagnosing the play, uh, again uh, tackling, sure tackling, and that went went for all three: Bond, Ellis, and Dow. Uh, so it made me feel a little bit better about the, the linebacker court. Now, good, look, again, I say this. A lot of the guys that, that, that they're playing against in some cases won't be playing on Sunday when the regular season starts, but you like what you saw. A lot of questions about the, the, the cornerback position as well. Look, let me say this right now. Debo had a, had a bullseye on his back all game long, and I thought he passed the test with flying colors. Uh, he's got the speed. You can see that. Uh, he's got the ability to be able to, again, because he's been long and rangy, to be able to hang with a receiver when going up for a jump ball. And he seemed to be able to understand the concepts he was involved in. Look, a lot of times the Saints are putting their corner on an island, right? Going to go man-to-man. He looked like, again, he, here's the, the first thing I thought was, he looked like he belonged. And that's the other thing. Where, again, Prince, uh, Prince uh, Makamura, he had cut uh, uh, yesterday. And I looked at him as a veteran, and I saw a guy that, again, that was lacking speed, uh, had no recovery speed, and was pretty much done. On the other hand, Adebo, as a young, fresh face out of Stanford, who didn't play football last year, by the way, because of COVID-19, again, I thought he came in and played very, very well. I'm just saying this right now. 
Let's see how this plays out over the next two preseason games. There's no doubt the Saints are going to be looking for help at the cornerback position. But this kid looks like he's got it. He looks like he's got the it factor. That, again, he can play corner in the NFL. Uh, and they may, may be in a situation where they got to throw him out there and just let him play. Uh, Brian Poole came in. Remember, he was, he's, a, he's an inside uh, a cornerback. And the question was asked, man, how do you, why, you've already got Gardner Johnson. What are you going to do? But I, I think I see the vision for the player now. And I thought we saw that uh, during the red zone. Uh, when you you got to have guys that can play inside and, and not get lost in the shuffle, okay? Still have the physicality to be able to take a guy receiver uh, off the jam, in a lot of cases in a small space. Poole had done that throughout his career, and that may be one of the reasons why they brought him in. Really like what Eric Burrell brought to the program, i got to tell you. Forced fumble, headhunting. I think he had six, uh, six total tackles uh, for the team. Uh, again, look, at the safety position, I thought he was physical. I really like the way he played uh, and, and really expecting him to um, – uh, really looking for him to, in the next game to see if he continues along what would he look like uh, on, on, uh, on Saturday night. But he did miss a sack. I mean, I got to say anything, he did miss a sack. I thought the defensive line, both interior and and the ends, played very, very well. Uh, Passano was a guy that was all over the uh, the field, even after he got a bloody nose. Uh, they moved on Yamada to defensive end, which, again, is something we've never really seen. And I thought he flourished. I mean, that was really surprising to me. Ringo at the defensive tackle position, I thought he played very, very well. And, uh, of course, on the punting game, Gilligan reminds you a lot of Thomas Morstead. Uh, I mean, they're just booming punts. Uh, also, Akamara, Spence, and, and, uh, and Stevie Scott were all cut. Uh, Spence is out because of the youth and talent on the defensive line. You can see it right now. But can I say one thing? For crying out loud, can I just say one thing? Listen to me clearly on airline drive. Do not let these scrubs continue to wear number 57. Okay? I mean, come on. I mean, it's a slap in the face to Ricky Jackson, a, a Hall of Famer, what he meant to this team. We know no one's ever going to wear nine again. Take 57 off the, off the field and, and put it where it needs to be, up in the rafters of the, of the Superdome. Come on, man. Hate to, you keep having these clowns come in wearing 57. And you know, up until when Drew Brees came, he was the greatest player in Saints history. Just amazing to me. 77 is the same. Seven is the same. I've talked about it over and over again. All those numbers need to be retired. They're in the Hall of Fame. They need to be retired with the exception of Archie Manning, who, again, is Mr. Saint. Um, Tuesday, all teams will have to cut down to 85. I think the Saints are going to be looking for for cornerback help. But I'll say right now, after preseason game number one, it seems like a less of a need at the wide receiver position of linebacker, where, again, these young players seem to be, uh, again, uh, at least ready when it, when it comes to the NFL. We'll see if this continues. But I'll say this, folks, in the next breath, preseason is fool's goal. So we'll see how it plays out. It's got to be able to show me this over, over a period of time and, again, against top competition. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up hour number one. Hour number two, we'll talk about the Pelicans. Got some news about a brand-new contract for a a Pelican. Also, a former Pelican also on his way uh, uh, out to Los Angeles. All that coming up in hour number two. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't go anywhere. 
Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say there, Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment, the TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and Salmonella. Villaries Florist is celebrating 52 years in business. To celebrate the occasion in the month of August, Villaries is offering a cash and carry rose special. Get a dozen of Villaries high-quality roses for $9.99 a dozen. That's $9.99 a dozen. Also, giant Louisiana sunflowers are three for $5.20. That's three for $5.20 for beautiful Louisiana sunflowers. Come celebrate Villaries Florist's 52nd anniversary. That's Villaries Florist, with locations on the South Shore, North Shore, and VillariesFlorist.com. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. So in life, throws you uh-ohs. Just say, better get Mako. Head to Mako.com to book your appointment today. Benito's line cook just threw in his kitchen towel. This order needs to go out right now. He needs to find help before his customers are left waiting. Uh, so sorry. We'll be right with you. Who's got table six? Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. This week at Macy's, keep your summer style going strong with 25 to 40% off fresh sandals, shoes, and more. Save big on brand new back-to-school gear like backpacks starting at $25.99. 
and it's the perfect time to update your space with great deals on bed and bath basics. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase, except gift cards, services, and fees. Sign up today at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Hey, folks, don't forget, if your AC breaks down, it doesn't matter what type of brand you have at your home or your business, Burkhardt is authorized to be able to service it. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business, Burkhardt's got you covered. Those Nate certified technicians doing only the work that's necessary for a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Larry Holder joins me at the bottom of the 5 o'clock hour. I'm Eric Asher. We'll talk some Pels when we come back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Good friend Mike that will see the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Right. They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
Here's our man, Eric Asher. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you weekdays 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, take the show with you anywhere. You're mobile with those apps. Always on the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1 and also ericasher.com. The podcast on all major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base, but we're on all the major podcasting platforms. Listen to your show. Listen to the show at your leisure. And, of course, um, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Roe Brown, legendary sportscaster, radio personality, TV personality, uh, is our guest. He's going into the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame, and rightly so. He'll join us on Thursday uh, we're on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Larry Holder will join us at the bottom of this hour, and uh, we'll primarily Saints, but we'll jump into some of the other teams as well. Uh, some quick uh, some quick notes before we jump into some Pels. We talked extensively about the Saints uh, in, in most of our segments in the first hour. We did talk a little bit about LSU being ranked 16th in the AP, in the AP poll. ULL is 23rd. Of course, the Saints lost to the Ravens 17-4 over the weekend. Michael Thomas was at the game. Uh, the word is Michael Thomas is ahead of schedule on the rehab. You know, like I said in the first hour, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the Pels have signed Herb Jones to a uh, three-year contract. The final year of that deal is a team option. They're also very, very close to a deal to keep uh, Josh Hart in New Orleans. Uh, the Athletic is reporting that uh, the Pelicans and Hart are working out a three-year deal to keep um, uh, the, uh, the former Laker uh, in, uh, in Pelican blue and gold. Uh, and I, I'm glad. I love Josh Hart. Led the N- NBA in rebounding for guards last year. He's an energy guy. He plays defense. The only knock against uh, Hart is, again, is his, shooting, his ability to shoot the basketball consistently. Uh, look, they got one of the best shooting coaches in all the world right here in New Orleans. Uh, he's worked with Fred Vincent. He'll continue to work with Fred Vincent. This could be a great move. There was a lot of talk about Buddy Heald maybe coming to New Orleans and, and Hart being shipped off. Maybe that happens. Maybe it doesn't. You know, again, you got to do a sign and trade, right? So maybe they're signing him to trade him, but who knows? Uh, Buddy Hill was at the uh, uh, the Pelican Summer League game last night, uh, waiting his Sacramento Kings to be able to play. And it said that again, Buddy Hield and the uh, uh, and the Kings are are, are are kind of a little bit of estranged here. So maybe it continues to happen, maybe it doesn't. But hey, the uh, the uh, roster is filling up very very quickly. The, the Pelicans need shooting. Okay, but again, I, I like this. Also, the Saints have made five roster moves to get down to the mandated 85 players. Uh, Brent Mayer, uh, the kicker they brought in last week, was waived with an injury uh, designation. Also, Kyle Murphy was placed on injury reserve. We mentioned that Stevie Scott III, also um, Prince Akamukamara, uh, and also Noah Spence were all waived. Uh, so those guys are done. So the Saints are down to 85, the mandatory 85. Now, I'll say this. They're looking for a kicker. Uh, I thought we saw a pretty good kicker on Saturday night. Remember, Will Lutz came to New Orleans because of a conversation uh, uh, between Harbaugh, the head coach of the Baltimore Ravens, and Peyton, who are very, very good friends. Uh, the kid, uh, Justin Verity, uh, he get a 53-yarder against the Saints, uh, was, uh, you know, hit, had all of his uh, field goals. Um, the kid looks like he's got a hell of a leg. Okay, I think the other one's a 42-yarder uh, that he knocked down. Uh, he's not making that team. Justin Tucker's their kicker, right? This is more camp league than anything else. Uh, so we'll see. Maybe, again, something can be worked out there. Look, I've already said it. You're not giving up draft picks for a guy that, that, that that's a kicker. Uh, something's got to happen here in terms of waiver wire. And as I mentioned last week when we were talking about the waiver wire for a cornerback or a linebacker, the Saints are going to be, again, toward the end of the, of, of the waiver wire. You know, they're going to be where, where they pretty much picked in the draft. 
so, again, they're in the 20s. So a lot of teams are going to be picking, uh, uh, going over those players as they're, as they're released today and tomorrow uh, before the Saints even get a shot at them. That's why in a lot of cases you'll see the Saints that, you know, they know a player's getting cut and they make a deal for a low-round draft pick uh, and, and rather than let that player get into waivers. So we'll see how it plays out. Uh, but Verity was a pretty darn good kicker on, on Saturday night against the Saints. So the Saints have gotten down to 85. Josh Hart has a possibility of um, – of uh, uh, re-signing with the Pelicans, uh, and that, that's that's good news as well. Also, the guy that we all love to hate, uh, Eric Bledsoe, was traded from the um, uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies to the Los Angeles Clippers, where he was originally drafted, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he, he he's uh, traded for Patrick Beverly, uh, Rajon Rondo, uh, and um, was another player involved in that. Uh, Daniel uh, Oturo, uh, the uh, Clippers saved thirty million dollars in luxury tax. Uh, simply and, and created about $8.3 million uh, in, in a, in a trade or player exception uh, that they're going to have a year to, lo- to, to use. Now, mark my words, ladies and gentlemen. You want to put it down? You want to go to Vegas on it? Oh, wait a minute. You don't have to go to Vegas. You can go right here in New Orleans and place the bet. This dude is going to play his ass off for the Clippers. He laid on the leg of the, of the Pels. He didn't want to be here. He's going to play his ass off for the Clippers. Just a garbage player. Just a garbage player. All right, let's jump into it. Let's talk some Pels. Um, the Summer League is over for, most, for the most part. The championship game will not include the Pelicans. They went undefeated in the, um, in the Summer League. Unfortunately, they needed to beat Golden State last night by 11 points in order to get in a championship game against Boston. Sacramento is in that game now. Pelicans will finish off the Summer League with one more game. They'll play Minnesota tomorrow night. Look, I'm just hoping that the kids uh, will have a chance to be able to, to beat Minnesota. They come out of this undefeated. I thought they were one of the one of the better teams, if not the the best team, uh, in in the summer league. But I didn't watch every game like I've done in the past. Uh, in the past, I'm usually glued watching all the games. I watched quite a few, but didn't wasn't glued. A lot of uh, again, but there's a lot to be excited about. But I, I do want to say this: Can we pump the brakes here? Okay, it's a lot like preseason football. As excited as I was to see the linebackers flying around yesterday, uh, I mean, I'm sorry on Saturday. You know, again, it made me feel a little better about the position. But, again, they're playing against some guys that, that, that are going to be waiting on your table uh, in a few weeks. Uh, the, the wide receiver position, the same thing. Guys that will be bagging groceries in a few weeks, right? So you, do, you use a grain of salt here when you talk about preseason. In the summer league, it's the same way. Let's take it crazy here. You can look at an individual player and see if he has the attributes that can translate to the NBA game. Uh, as a team, you like the way that the team played. They played with pace. They defended. They rebounded. Uh, they had the ability to knock down the three-point shot. All things that, again, the parent club needs, right? Okay. Willie Green's system looks like it could be a winning one. Hopefully there's going to be a buy-in from the vets and, and, uh, and both, uh, again, both young veterans and, and older veterans here in New Orleans. But let's not you know, get all giddy, okay? Let's not overhype it. It's, the, it's summer league. It's summer league, okay? Um. But I will say this, in, in this version of the Summer League, these young players excelled uh, against players that, again, will probably be backups. Maybe, again, they'll be playing internationally or they'll be playing in the G League. They're not playing against an, a, a proven NBA veteran, uh, a, a, an NBA caliber uh, talent. Okay, and, and, and the step up, the jump is enormous. We see it all the time. Guys tearing up the Summer League, and then they get into the league, and you're going, did that guy get? That guy, that guy was great in the summer league. How come he can't get off the bench? 
okay, because it is a, it is a huge step, okay? So what I look for, I look for traits. I look for how the game translates to the NBA game when I'm watching the, when I'm watching the Summer League. First of all, Najee Marshall. He came on, on, on last year as a two-way player for the team. Uh, You've got to believe, even if Josh Hart is retained by this team, he's going to be in the rotation. The energy, uh, the, the defense, he's either going to get minutes off the bench. You know, they were talking last night on, on the Summer League that maybe he'll be a starter. You know, we'll see. Let's not get too crazy yet. All right? But you do need a guy like that who doesn't need the basketball to be effective uh, for energy. But, again, he's, he's relentless. He has hustle. He's a Josh Hart-type player, uh, just like just what this team needs, and especially if Hart is involved in a sign-and-trade moving on elsewhere. As I mentioned, as we opened up the hour, uh, Josh Hart, Pelicans very close on a, on a three-year deal that would keep him here in New Orleans, whether that's a sign-and-trade to go elsewhere or to keep him in New Orleans, we don't know. Um, Kyra Lewis, okay, a little bit smallish, right? We said he's got to add some muscle. He still has to add some muscle, but his quickness is, is something that cannot be taught. His ability to be able to a transition again with the basketball and, and, and to be able to, uh, again, not lose any speed, starting, stopping, it's amazing. He's got great, great quickness. It's his biggest asset. But he's got to get stronger, and you saw it a lot in, even in summer league. The ability to be able to finish around the basket, okay, when guys are leaning on you, when they're banging on you. And these are summer league guys. Okay, he's got to get stronger. But, again, you like his IQ and his skill set. He's going to be able to play in the league. Now, well, I don't know if he's not starting, okay, over Graham, okay, unless they want to move Graham coming off the bench as, as kind of a super sub. But he's a guy that could come off the bench for you, and you could, be, you could feel pretty comfortable with him, again, maybe running the second team. Uh, Lozada, first time we're really seeing Lozada, okay? We see that defensive skill set immediately, the fighting through the picks, uh, the physicality. Uh, but we, was, we also see him able to knock down a three-point shot. Now, the question is, he did it in the Australian League. He's done it in the NBA Summer League. Does that translate to the NBA level on a consistent basis? If it does, then he could be a nice bench player for this team. Okay, coming him on, especially against second team, maybe fitting him in every now and then with uh, maybe some starters because of his defensive prowess. He plays defense. Uh, Murphy, look, he was exciting to watch, Okay. You, feel, you figure he should be able to knock down his three immediately. He's got the defensive acumen, okay, that could translate to the NBA level. He's got the length. He's smart. Okay, he's a four-year college starter. You like all that. But the question is, it's a grown man's game, okay? It's a grown man's game, okay? Can he adapt to the physicality of the NBA? He's not going to see the type of space he saw in Vegas, okay? Okay, and everybody's saying, well, what's up? maybe – not going to see the type of space, okay? Can he, can he be able to get the shot off in the NBA? And then is he able to be able to shoot off the dribble if the defense closes on him? All that's up in the air. But I like the pick. You like what he did. You like, his again, what he did on the defensive end for this team. And as well, again, knocking down three-point shots. He's got a sweet stroke, man. Uh, he really showed me something on a few plays where, again, he was able to, to be able to come off the dribble, uh, get in the traffic, adjust his body, and be able to put the, basket, put the ball in the basket. That's stuff that, again, you can't teach. Okay? And that's the kind of stuff that translates into the NBA game. Uh, Herb Jones signed his three-year deal today, right? Defensive player. Uh, I, I said during, uh, during the uh, uh, summer league that he's a stat filler, okay? And he's a stat sheet filler. Uh, he's a guy that when you look at the stat sheet, man, he got four here, four there, three there. I mean, again, he's that kind of player. 
the one thing that sticks out to me, high basketball IQ, you can see it. Knows where the ball's got to be, knows how to rebound when the ball's coming off. Uh, great defensive player, gets his hands in, 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 the, um, um, uh, you know, in, in the passing lanes. So you like that, okay? Uh, he's got to work on his outside shot, okay? He's not, look, he could come in and be a defensive stopper, but teams are just going to leave him because he can't shoot a lick. Uh, he's going to have to get a, a little bit more weight on him and a muscle because of the physicality of the NBA because he's going to be a guy who's going to play inside a lot. I like his slashing moves. Uh, but, again, you feel good about the, the, the outside shot because of Fred Vincent. Fred Vincent's going to get this guy in the gym. He's going to make him a better outside shooter. Uh, but he's got a potential to be a bench player. Again, a nice defensive player that comes off the bench for you, gives you a few minutes, especially, again, a guy that may be going back and forth to the G League this year. We'll see. I think it's going to be an interesting uh, dynamic for the team. Is, is Herb Jones better off playing in the G League where he's getting a lot of playing time or sitting on the bench and maybe practicing uh, with the parent club? That's something they're going to have to figure out, okay? Uh, but, again, I think he's a keeper. Uh, Alvarado was another one, okay? I was really surprised. I watched him a little bit at Georgia Tech, uh, but uh, he's a nice two-way player, okay? Uh, if there's an injury with this team at the guard position, I don't think that the, that the Pelicans would be uncomfortable in bringing him up. Okay, he's got energy. He's again, his his defense is game changing, uh, and, and of course, he has the ability with his speed to be able to get to the basket. And he's got a high basketball IQ. So we'll see again how he does as as a two way player uh, going forward. I thought I thought Willie Green's staff, you know, again, first of all, let me say this: it was supposed to be Fred Vincent as as the summer league coach. That all changed with uh, Van Gundy getting fired. I thought it was a great move on the part of the Pelicans to allow Willie Green and his staff to be able to coach the summer league team. Guy's never been a head coach in the NBA. So now, much like his players that are, again, are, are novices when it comes to NBA basketball, him being a novice as a head coach, he gets a chance to put his system in. He gets a chance to be the number one guy. He's making the calls on the bench. So, again, this is a good move in terms of getting him ready uh, for the regular season, which, again, is just in October. It's not that far away. Um, I really thought that, again, that he was motivating. Uh, I thought he had the attention of the team. Uh, and I, I thought, again, he felt the rhythm of the game on how he was, his substitutions were going on. I thought his teams played defense. I thought they were unselfish. And I thought they attacked the basket. And how many times, again, over the last few years have I been pulling my hair out because they don't play defense, because they're selfish, and because, again, they're allergic to the paint. That didn't happen in summer league. Hopefully, again, that particular system will translate to, again, the parent club and the players that they have. Now, again, as I said before, undefeated, didn't get to the championship because they didn't win by 11 points last night, beating um, uh, Golden State in uh, overtime 80-79. to They take on Minnesota tomorrow night at 630. Uh, but nevertheless, a nice showing uh, for the Pelicans and their young talent at this year's Summer League. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. We'll continue the conversation. Larry Holder joins me at the bottom of the hour. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. If you're over the never-ending New Orleans summer heat, it's hot. Then you're one of us. It's hot. Welcome to 1061 Nash Icons Never-Ending Summer of Nash. I mean, let's be honest. We all prefer Nash country over 106 degrees. Let us reward your battle against the heat with some of the hottest tickets in New Orleans. It's all about having a good time, right? Every weekday while you work with Scott Innes, you can win tickets to Florida Georgia Live. This is how we Luke Combs. Oh, 
church. All you gotta do is put a drink in my hand. Yes, one Nash winner will get them all. Get the code to text every day while you work. Stream us online at NashFM1061.com. Then turn it up loud. The never-ending summer of Nash. Only from New Orleans country giant. 1061 Nash FM. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's Nacho Fries are back with Fry Force, an action-packed anime flick about a team of heroes fighting to save the world from fry monsters. Experience the cinematic tour de fries yourself and get the Nacho Fries at a participating Taco Bell location near you for a limited time. Look out for delays that are solid on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal and then delays pick back up from Causeway to Clearview. Also look out for delays that are solid on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. And on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling along the Crescent City connection on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting Live from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic. Center. Where can I get a nice cold beer and a view of the hottest girls in town? Nowhere else but Visions Men's Club serving $2 beer all day and all week long. Beat the heat and inflation at Visions on Dalman Road, where all the smart locals go. Your bachelor party headquarters open from 11 a.m. until the cock crows. Traffic is brought to you by Visions Men's Club, serving $2 beer all day and all week long. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. 
Oceanic Grill, bourbon at Conti and the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceanic Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceanic Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Here in the market for a generator, think Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating Generator Sales and Service. At Burkhardt, they'll do a single-day install for you. That's right. Meet with you, do a consultation, find out how much of a generator you're looking for to power up your home or your business when the electricity goes out. Get you on the calendar, single-day install. Not, not going to come single-day install and say, oh, by the way, uh, we'll be back tomorrow because we couldn't finish up. Single day install for you. Financing available for generators. You can finance it over time. Of course, a new install quality check after month, one month. They do that for everything they install for you. It's all about their customer service policy. And, of course, if you have a generator at your home or your business and you need a company to service that for you, a company you can trust, it's Burkhart. 24-7, 365 emergency service. All the parts for the generator at your home or your business is available at their warehouse in Mandeville. And, of course, uh, their technicians are strategically set up all over the metropolitan area that when your generator goes down, they'll be there quickly to get you back up and running. For generator sales and services, Burkhart, that's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Both Tulane and LSU had their um, – uh, had, had both had uh, practice over the weekend and had uh, – an opportunity to be able to um, uh, scrimmage. And in both cases, from what I was able to read, because, look, Gary Smith has the ability to be able to see the, uh, the, the scrimmages for Tulane only if you're a former player or, again, a friend of the program are you allowed to see LSU scrimmage. So basically what LSU scrimmage is, uh, you, you have to be able to either know somebody was at the scrimmage or, again, be reading articles from individuals who got the information from somebody who was at the scrimmage. So, again, there's no uh, you know, firsthand knowledge there, much like we saw with the preseason game this week. But supposedly on both ends, the defense dominated for both LSU and Tulane. Uh, for Tulane, uh, Richard Fre- freshman Darius Hodges, Angela uh, Anderson, Carlos Hatcher, uh, Jojo Dorsius, who came over from Memphis, were all giving, again, both IB uh, and Pratt Fitz, uh, even though, again, they could not touch the quarterback. Uh, the defense was flying around, according to uh, to Gary Smith. Uh, both Ibietta and, um, and Pratt had the opportunity to play in these six-play segments uh, with the first team. Uh, both guys look pretty good. Look, Ibietta is a, a, a really, again, a close-knit secret for the um, – for, for the Green Wave, Pratt is going to Pratt is an outstanding quarterback. But everybody I've talked to that covered Ibietta in high school says this kid has a chance to be a pro prospect. It'll be interesting to see again how long he stays at Tulane. Uh, but right now, backing up uh, Pratt, so offense looked pretty good. Defense uh, dominated. Same thing was said with Ed Ogeron as he came out and talked a little bit about the uh, the defense. Based on everything I've been able to read over the weekend, defense had the upper hand. Uh, he praised the quickness of the defensive line, put a lot of pressure on the quarterbacks. Uh, but again, what does that mean? That means that the offensive line, which I think is the biggest question mark on this team right now, okay, it's it's not the defensive backs, so you know the safeties. It's not how how well the defense is going to play. I think they've got very very good defensive players, and and they've got a new new um, uh, defensive coordinator and coaches that I think that the players relate to, and I think they're going to give it their all something we didn't see last year. Uh, they got talent there. I'm worried about the offensive line. Uh, 
Ogeron praised uh, uh, Andre Anthony, Ali Gay, uh, Joe Evans, Neil Farrell Jr. Uh, he talked about the fact that uh, they did a lot of stuff in the scrimmage. We had third down situations where, and I'm using a quote here, uh, that the defense could pin their ears back and get to the quarterback. Max Johnson was 11 of 19 for 127 yards and one touchdown. Garrett Nussmeyer was 11 for 17, 225 yards and three touchdowns. And supposedly, and I quote here, made some big plays with his feet. Uh, which we know, again, is part of the attributes of, uh, of him. Now, one thing that was talked about was, again, how much they're going to use the RPO this year because of Max Johnson being the only guy with real experience here. They said they were going to really limit it a bit, but, look, once you get in the game, you got to do what you got to do, right? You can't play not to get hurt. It'll be interesting to see how that kind of plays out. Uh, uh, Ogeron went on to say there's no clear-cut second or third wide receiver yet, but I'm telling you right now, folks, there is a plethora of talent at the wide receiver position. Maybe you don't know the names yet, but those guys can play, okay? Um, the big name we keep hearing all the time is Brian Thomas, the freshman, uh, Jari Jenkins, uh, um, of course, Keyshawn Bouti. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Now, what's interesting is, and I don't know why Elgeron does this at times, no running back stats were given out after all we've been hearing about the running back situation. Uh, now, Ty Davis-Price was out with an injury. Uh, John Emery got most of the carries along with Corey Connor and, and Goodwin. Supposedly Emery played well. Connor made a uh, tremendous play uh, and, and made, he made two or three players missed and jumped over a defender, and, and Goodwin made some good plays. Uh, the linebacker position, which I think has been solidified now, uh, especially with Buck Strong coming in, uh, uh, Mike Jones coming in, uh, according to um, Ogeron, uh, Baskerville, Clark, Strong, Jared Small all quote-unquote showed out. Uh, and so we'll see how that played out. Now, Stingley did not play uh, in the scrimmage because, again, he's got a little bit of a muscle injury. Uh, There was a lot of talk that he may be going two-way for this team, but he's not going to do it uh, until Ogeron deems him 100% healthy. Uh, So we'll see how that kind of plays out. Eli Ricks uh, played. Supposedly um, uh, Lloyd Cole, who transferred from Grambling a couple years ago, uh, got some playing time. Evans, who, again, last year I said was just out of water, right? He uh, Again, uh, he transferred from Nichols. They got a lot of playing time uh, in the scrimmage. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. Uh, but, the, you know, the scrimmage was a scrimmage. We'll see how these things continue throughout the, the, the rest of the season. Uh, we are, what is it now? Let me, let me, go to, go, let me, let me roll the Dandy Don for a second because I know he's got a, he's got a clock. Uh, give me just one second to pull him up. Is the clock there? No, and the clock is not there. Normally they have the clock, the days, and the hours until the, the LSU starts the, uh, the season. He doesn't have that up today. Uh, but, again, they're just a few weeks away from opening up September the 4th against UCLA uh, in Pasadena and, of course, Tulane opening up against Oklahoma uh, here in New Orleans uh, out, out on the Tulane campus. All right, we'll, we'll take a break. We come back. Larry Holder joins us on the program. We'll talk a lot of Saints with him, but we'll try to dip into some other things as well. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline and Mentory. Look, I tell you all the time about tires. Largest selection of tires in the, in the city. Something for everyone's budget. Wheels, I'm telling you, the same thing. All the way up to 30 inches, financing available. If your rims are, are damaged, they can fix those for you. ASC certified technicians uh, that, all, that, again, uh, um, with the latest diagnostic equipment, that if your vehicle is out of warranty, you're looking for a, a shop you can trust, you can sh- trust the piazzas over at Southern Tire. But what I haven't been able to tell you lately is uh, until last week when I talked to Tony Piazza, he's looking for, for, for uh, employees. 
And this is an opportunity to get on the ground floor of a family-owned and operated business where you got a, a chance to advance. They're looking for ASE-certified mechanics and also general, general service technicians that, that again, know how, how, to get, how to change oil, uh, also can tell you to do a tire change, and, of course, they will train as well. So if you're looking for a job that pays well and also, again, an opportunity to be able to advance in, in a family-owned and operated company that, that's been around since 1972, Think about Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline and Metairie, they're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 737-1558 is the phone number. Located at Hickory and Airline in Metairie. You go to southerntire.com, check out all the services they provide with their, with their customers. But if you're looking for a job, think Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. It's Southern Tire. Hire a cash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Group. Running a business has enough challenges. Finding good employees shouldn't be one of them. Cumulus Media New Orleans is here to help you find employees you need now. Contact us today to be part of the Cumulus Top Jobs program by featuring your open jobs online and on the radio. It's easy, affordable, and most of all, it works. Email us today to get started at nolasales at cumulus.com or go online to nolacumuluscares.com. Cumulus Media New Orleans, digital and radio solutions that work because your business is our business. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. On that heavy shelf you hung yesterday. Turns out, you didn't use enough anchors. Wait, you didn't use any anchors? 
<laughs> now you've got an open floor plan. Trendy. And if you have the wrong home insurance, you could need a wall of money to fix this. So get home insurance with Allstate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Do you struggle with occasional nerve aches, weakness, or discomfort in your hands or feet? Try Nervive Nerve Relief from the world's number one selling nerve care company. Nervive contains alpha-lipoic acid to relieve nerve aches, weakness, and discomfort, and B-complex vitamins to support healthy nerve function as you age. Live your life with less nerve discomfort with Nervive Nerve Relief. Learn more at NerviveHealth.com. Welcome back. You listen to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Joining us on the program, my good friend Larry Holder of The Athletic. Larry, how are you, bud? I'm good, Eric. How are you today? Doing great, Larry. How you doing? Uh, yeah, right. you know? <laughs> football, yeah, I know. I, I, I know. I know. It's football time. Well, first of all, let me, let's start with this. You've had a chance to see the practices. And, and of course, a lot of times you want, as, a, as a reporter, you're trying to see what can translate from practice to, to, to the game field in preseason. Preseason can be fool's gold in a lot of cases based on, again, who's playing against who. But after watching this team during training camp and seeing the first game, give me your impressions. Well, look, I still think that we're getting used to – not having Drew Brees as a quarterback. I mean, uh, that is first and foremost. Uh, and it's it's funny because uh, maybe Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill are better than maybe we think, but our expectations are so high. We're just not used to seeing uh, someone outside of one of the greatest to ever play the position. So it, I think that's kind of adjusting your eyes and, and getting yourself uh, used to that, I think, is a – has been a bit of a challenge, uh, but uh, I think uh, I think it's still uh, as we go through. I mean, I, there are more questions really than answers uh, with a lot of these positions. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, we all know the Michael Thomas saga by now. Uh, they're going to who's going to be their receivers come week one uh, because you're anticipating the suspension for Deontay Harris. Uh, you're looking uh, across the defense. I mean, who's going to be playing along defensive tackle? I mean, uh, can Marcus Davenport, who's had a good camp and I thought played pretty well, uh, actually really well uh, in his uh, time against the Ravens, you know, can he elevate his play? Uh, you know, is Quan Alexander going to be okay? How are you going to be at corner? So it's, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's something where, uh, whatever we're seeing at practice, we're you know you're watching plays be made, but it doesn't mean that a lot of these players are still question marks uh, as we're uh, one preseason game in. Why don't you break the quarterback position down for us? What you liked, what you didn't like about what you saw uh, on Saturday night? It's funny because overall, I thought uh, I thought both Taysom and Jameis had some really good moments. Uh, but when you look at a, a couple of throws by Taysom where he can't make the screen pass or, uh, you know, not, not the interception of Ty Montgomery, even though Sean Payton said, look, that's not just Ty's fault. That's on the quarterback having good communication with the wide receiver. So uh, he didn't take all the heat off of Taysom uh, on that play. Uh, and then, uh, you know, where um, Taysom misses a, an open player and, uh, and doesn't make the throw and, 
so, you know, you have those things. And then with, with Jameis Winston, uh, it's not like he went out and made uh, egregious mistakes. I mean, the interception mm-hmm. was underthrown a little, but uh, little Jordan Humphrey has his hands on it, and it pops up, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, it's a pick. But you had yes. to like what you see in the two-minute drill with Jameis, mm-hmm. especially on a touchdown throw where it, it's, it's – I feel like there's a difference where – you can see Jameis making reads, and Taysom Hill maybe doesn't make as many of those reads because yes. on the touchdown throw, uh, Will Jordan Humphrey was the second read on the throw, on the pass. Mm-hmm. And, yes. uh, you know, Jameis didn't force it in there. He scanned the field and, and hit the guy, and, and, and it was a touchdown. And so, you know, I, I just feel like even just throughout camp, it's like Jameis Winston can make more of those wild throws than Taysom Hill can. And I think that that really kind of sets him apart uh, in this. And I feel like that that Jameis uh, overall has has been a better decision maker uh, throughout this camp and uh, even in the in this preseason game uh, than maybe Taysom Hill. You know, it's a little contradictory, right? But uh, you know, there, there was a time when we were saying, "Well, you got Taysom's got to prove he can do it in the pocket, right? He's got to sit in the pocket and he's got to go through his progression. He's got to be able to do that." But yet. To me, he's a bigger weapon and a better weapon for this team if ultimately he is the guy. And I don't, I'm still on, on the Jameis Winston train here. If he would use his athleticism, if he would get the edge, he would test teams much like Huntley did on Saturday night with, with, the, um, with the Ravens. Or we, we see a Lamar Jackson. To me, that's where he will excel as a quarterback. Again, the utilization of his ability to be able to get out on the edge and, and to really put pressure on the defense. He chose to be able to stay in the pocket most of the time. Now, he did get out of the pocket some when he had a little bit of, of uh, when he got flushed a bit, and at times he threw a good ball. But I think that's that to me, that needs to be his forte going forward if he's going to make it as an NFL quarterback, the ability to be a dual threat. If he were uh, as much of a, a speed threat as Lamar Jackson, maybe I think that would be the case. And you could also throw in someone like Josh Allen, who can certainly move, uh, and, and that is a big threat to part of his game. But Josh Allen isn't as good of a mover as, say, Lamar Jackson. Mar- Lamar Jackson is an elite mover uh, and, uh, and not an elite thrower, but he can, he can yes. make the throws when he has to. And, you know, Taysom Hill is just not an elite mover in my eyes. And but Josh Allen, he can move, but he can also uh, make the throws and be a pocket passer and be a close to 70% passer and uh, was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL last year. I don't see Taysom doing that. So if he's not a Lamar Jackson-type move, and, he, and he, he's got movement, but he can't throw the ball as well mm-hmm. as uh, Josh Allen, really, uh, on a consistent basis, then where does that put you? So I think yeah. that's uh, that's the problem. You can want him to be that, but is that sustainable? I think you and me are in the same boat. That uh, we, Neither one of us really feel like that. that's sustainable with him. No, and, and look, that's why I think Winston is going to be the, the starter. Okay, wide receiver position. Uh, I, I thought some guys really played well for this team. Now, again, again, fool, it could be a little fool's goal here, right, uh, because of competition. But I feel a little bit more comfortable maybe I did going into camp with seeing some of these guys playing and, 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 and having some success on Saturday night. What are your thoughts on the wide receiving core? Yeah, I think uh, what we've seen from in practices uh, from Marquez Callaway translated to what we saw on the field mm-hmm. and you could you could tell he's taken a step forward and 
Uh, look, the Saints were going to need that regardless, even sure. if everyone was healthy. But they need it now more than ever because not everyone is healthy. Then, uh, I'm sure I would assume that Traquan Smith will be healthy enough to start the season. Uh, but still, that's you're, you're you're leaning on Traquan Smith and Marquez Callaway to be basically your one one A receivers mm-hmm. because we know Michael Thomas. Uh, look, they could say, oh, you know, he's ahead. He's ahead of schedule, which we know he's actually not. Uh, look, right <laughs> uh, in the great <laughs> right. team, he's far behind right. schedule. Uh, so you could say whatever you want, but uh, but we know he's going to miss some time. And uh, you know how far can Marquez Callaway take you? Uh, like I think that remains to be seen. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, a question mark, especially look week one against Green Bay. I'm pretty sure yes. no one's expecting the Saints to win uh, uh, unless you're you're just uh, mm-hmm. blinded by black and gold sunglasses. Yes. Uh, yeah. So where does that take you from there? And so. Uh, you know, like in Deontay Harris again. He's going to be part of the offense, but he's going to miss a little bit of time too. And yes. So then where do you go? I mean, is it Chris Hogan? Is it Will Jordan Humphrey? I mean, these are the names that we're probably going to be. This seeing. is who, this is what you got, or, or, or Ty Montgomery. I mean, that I mean, right. that's it. Okay, that's who you are. And uh, they might be able to pick up somebody on waivers, but again, I felt a little bit more comfortable. Now, look, the question is, can they get can they get off the jam at the line of scrimmage? Can they get separation when you're going up against a top corner or a top safety? Uh, uh, in the NFL, and I don't think we know that yet. No, I, uh, yeah, we don't know that. And, and I mean, one uh, kind of positive note: uh, look, he's not playing wide receiver anymore. But uh, I like I like what I saw from Juwan Johnson. Uh, I agree. Definitely a mismatch problem. If yep. they're going to play him as a tight end, and you're going to have either a safety or a linebacker against him, I like those odds. And so I think you saw so that with two, his two big catches uh, mm-hmm. in his first game action as a tight end so uh, you're probably going to have to lean on that and like I, we all know like they're going to have to lean on Alvin Kamara and that offensive line right. and uh you know after after we saw how some of the veteran running backs fared on Saturday uh that maybe got a little bit shaky uh, mm-hmm. because we didn't see uh exactly some stellar play with Latavius Murray and, and Devontae Freeman we yeah right I agree with you. With that said, Tony Jones uh, Tony Jones Jr. played well, but we've seen Dwayne Washington do the same thing when he's had a chance to play. The question I have when you when you're looking at the experience of a Devontae Freeman versus again the the upside of a Tony Jones, where do you think they go? Well, I can tell you, Sean Payton um, uh, after practice yesterday, uh, you know he was asked about Tony Jones and he still couldn't shake that he fumbled the ball fumbled uh, the ball right just just uh just carelessness uh, you know he says look it's not like the game's on the line and you're trying to extend and make a play no this is just uh you know, you know you're just running with the ball and it gets knocked out and you, you can't have that so uh but yeah it's also Dwayne Washington has kind of been a different situation than Tony mm-hmm. Jones because Dwayne Washington has been a core special teams player and yes Tony Jones isn't that, and so, mm-hmm. uh, but maybe you look at it more. Is it Latavius Murray versus uh, Devontae Freeman? Uh, hmm. Just because they're veteran guys. Okay. Uh, look, if 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 Devontae Freeman would beat out Latavius Murray, you'd save money. You'd save a couple million uh, by by cutting Latavius right. Murray. But uh, and, and it's funny because throughout training camp, Latavius Murray hasn't done a ton. You've seen a lot more. Uh, Devontae Freeman uh, trying to get acclimated, and you not you don't see a ton of reps for uh, Latavius Murray. 
Uh, I mean, you see even more Alvin Kamara. So I, I think it's, well, he it's played kinda, like it on Saturday night. <laughs> right, he was sleepwalking. Right, right, exactly. So yeah, so it's. Uh, I think that's a. That's that's definitely a position group we have to mm-hmm. watch. Uh, yeah, obviously, you know, Kamara's Kamara, but uh, yeah, we need to we need to maybe pay a little bit more attention to that to that group. Got four minutes left. I want to ask you about the linebacker position and a Debo at the cornerback position. I was really pleasantly surprised by again the athleticism, the speed of the linebackers, diagnosing the plays again. Grain of salt. It's preseason, and I think a Debo. Uh, at least based on, again, what you see after a game, if you got Preston to put him out there, if you got a great pass rush, you might be able to, again, live with it. But, again, you've seen practice. I have not. Your thoughts? Well, I can tell you that's the best I've ever seen Zach Bond play. Uh, I don't think there's any question about that. I've, I've, I've had my questions of him transitioning right. to a, uh, you know, a viable traditional linebacker, and he looked every bit the role uh, on Saturday night, which to me – uh, look, I'd probably put him a little tick above Pete Werner uh, at this point. Mm. We're seeing that. That's a good sign for Bond. It's not like either one of those guys are in danger, but uh, look, that's a good sign for Bond, and yet uh, you figure Quan Alexander is going to be the starter uh, next to Demario Davis. So, uh, But still, that's a positive sign. I like what I saw from Caden Ellis, but also he's more he, – he didn't play that strong sideline backer in that game, but that's what he's listed at. Is a, yes. That's going – almost more extinct than the fullback. So, you know, yes, it is. he's got to, he's got to play through uh, some of these other guys, but yeah, look, uh, as far as Paulson and Debu, I, uh, outside of the, the pass interference call at the very beginning, um, Trace McSorley certainly tested him and I think he passed and, and, and played pretty well, uh, you know, and also look, he's been playing well in practices leading up to this. And heck yesterday right. um, they were in red zone drill, team drills. Uh, Taysom Hill throws a fade in the end zone in, in, the, in the corner. Adibu picks it off. So he, he's adding on top of that. And so uh, as of who you got right now, uh, I, I, I'd feel more com- comfortable with Adibu being your starter as opposed to Ken Crawley just because I've yeah. got – uh, PTSD from Ken Crawley and, and, and the, the poor plays that he's I'm right there with you, my brother. I'm right there with you, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. What we saw in the game on Saturday night, is what is that what you've been seeing on the defensive line? Uh, I, I like, well, specifically say Marcus Davenport. I like the reps that I've seen with, from him uh, throughout camp. Uh, he seems like, he you know, he's playing strong, he's playing fast, and we saw that. Uh, it almost, you know, one every two snaps, it seems like he was mulling over uh, uh, the Ravens' tackle there. And so, look, I think that's a positive sign there, no doubt. I mean, Anyamata is Anyamata, but the problem is, obviously, he's going to be gone six games. So, I mean, you could be hip hip hooray for that, and yet, right. uh, okay, you're going to have to wait uh, forever to just get him. Just surprised he so. played the DM position. That was the one thing that really kind of surprised me. Yeah, I think they're just trying it out just to see, uh, hey, we're in a preseason game. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Pey- Peyton Turner wasn't playing. You know, um, right. Montano Passignan got his mouth ripped open even though he kept yes, playing. He did. So I think they just wanted – yeah, I think they just wanted to see what he had, make sure he gets some work in because, you know, he's, uh, he's going to be out for a while. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I, I think that uh, – I still think, though, that uh, – I like what I saw from Malcolm Roach and his snaps and mm-hmm. surprises me that yep. he's number one on the depth chart. Uh, at that mm-hmm. nose tackle spot right now on the unofficial one. But still, uh, you know, there are question marks. But, uh, you know, yep. we need to see it uh, week in and week out from Davenport. We need to see it from these kind of unknown defensive tackles. And so uh, while I, it was a good sign in this game, uh, we need to see more of it.
Yep, no doubt. Tell us what you got coming up for us on The Athletic, how folks can subscribe, how folks can follow you on social media. Absolutely. Right now I've got my risers and fallers uh, from uh, the first preseason game. And then I'm going to take a closer look at Paulson and Debu uh, coming up later on this week. And then, look, we're going to have practice coverage and all that. So myself and Catherine Terrell, uh, we will be all over that, whether it's in our real-time app, part of our version of, of The Athletic, where – we do kind of extended notes, uh, our own Twitter, but a little more extended than Twitter. You can check out things there. And, of course, theathletic.com slash New Orleans for all of our uh, wall-to-wall coverage there. At Larry Holder on Twitter. Larry, thanks so much. We'll check with you next week. All righty. Good talking to you, buddy. That's my brother Larry Holder. We'll be right back. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hey, all right. Welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Everyone here knows Diamonds Direct is the place to go for the best diamonds at the best prices. But did you know that savvy buyers from all over America, even Los Angeles and New York, now come here to buy their diamonds? These high-end shoppers have discovered that Diamonds Direct has one of America's best selections of large, rare diamonds, from 3 carats to 20 carats, all certified by the GIA, the most reputable and most trusted gem lab in the world. Because of Diamonds Direct's international connections and tremendous buying power, we're one of only a handful of jewelry stores in America that is able to offer a large selection of rare and precious GIA diamonds. In fact, Diamonds Direct's multi-million dollar selection includes a stunning array of high-end Riviera necklaces, 20-carat tennis bracelets, and an extraordinary 
extraordinary collection of rare, precious gemstones, rubies, sapphires, emeralds, and even the really hard-to-find fancy yellow diamonds. Come see why Diamonds Direct right here is the destination for high-end shoppers all over America. Extraordinary selection, quality, and unmatched value. And a short drive for you. Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. Now more than ever, driving political change has enough challenges. Reaching the right voters to get elected shouldn't be one of them. Hi, I'm Rachel Adams, Regional Digital Sales Manager, and our team is here to help you reach the exact voters you need in your district or even the whole state. Contact me today at nolacumuluscares.com and let us help you get elected and make real political change for Louisiana. That's nolacumuluscares.com or call me directly at 504-432-0043. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank Larry Holder for joining us on the program, Rudy uh, for producing. All the great sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow of the sponsors that sponsor our show. Uh, click on the icon, take you right to their website. Special thanks to all those sponsors. And thank you for supporting those sponsors. Certainly appreciate that as well. Uh, coming up next, it's going to be All Access with Ken Trahan. He's got Jim Eichenhofer of the Pelicans and uh, Carr head football coach Bryce Brown. So keep it locked and loaded right here on 106.1 FM. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. Until then, my name is Eric Asher. Enjoy your evening. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go. Long, nice